Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Welcome to the podcast. Today we have Jasmine, Malik, Evan, Pretty Pat. This time around, it was Pat's pick, and uh, <laughs> he wanted to destroy our minds with cinema. So, uh, <laughs> who, who are, are you, Mister Host? All you types didn't of torture. Introduce yourself. Oh, sorry. Hi, I'm Isaac. There we go. All right, cool. We're all here. Full boat. Let's go. <laughs> Neat. Okay, so Pat, you want to lead us into this? Which one do you want to tackle first? <laughs> we'll, we'll, oh, go God. With, we'll start with Mike Tyson mystery since okay. the other one's going to take us longer. Um, just so everybody knows, Pat is not allowed to pick anything for the next five podcasts. <laughs> it is now recorded and. This is, this is proof. It's, it's official. Is proof. Okay, we'll go yeah. around the circle 100% and then bring somebody else in to recommend something before he gets something else. But go ahead, Pat. Don't hate because what I picked was the best stuff. Yeah, just go ahead. I could have lived without it. I'm it just was saying. stuff. How, how do you not like a TV series where Mike Tyson is going around solving mysteries with a guy who was turned into a pigeon, his Asian adopted daughter, and a ghost. The main <laughs> problem I found with that show was I don't remember him killing so many fucking people. <laughs> like, right? He literally would walk up to somebody, punch him in the face, and they're like, why did you do that? And he'd be like, because of this, and it's a stupid reason. And then later on in the episode, they're like, and by the way, this person died today. And I'm like, Right. Yeah, I know he's a, he literally and can't kill somebody with his punches, but he just did it. He just or, knocked somebody the fuck out. Or the he idea had a reason that, that time, though. <laughs> or, the, or the idea that that people, the way that they could contact him is by putting a message to a pigeon and hopefully you, the pigeon in comes to them. have to find a carrier pigeon. relying hopefully, on carrier yeah, pigeons. Hopefully the pigeon comes to him. Well, messenger pigeons. Carrier yeah. pigeons are a All type right. of pigeon. But yeah, they, oh, they, they, yeah, they're, they're messenger pigeons. Carry on. I apologize. Oh, yeah, carry on no, that made them away from things. carrier pigeons because yeah. it turned out they're also COVID carriers. But um, tisk. Alright, so I feel like a lot of this was just them rolling up to Mike Tyson and being like, hey, talk about stuff. Whatever crazy nonsense they so just kind of made an episode my around. question is did mike tyson know he was on this show yeah <laughs> so i watched a bunch of yeah. interviews for this which were like increasingly crazy episodes but uh yeah he said like two people showed up to his house and were like hey we want to do this thing and everyone agreed it was a bad idea but they got some audio and then they came back to him like a test episode and they were like wow this might actually be a thing it was the first adult adult swim thing that was on there. Pat, you want to explain a better synopsis of just the characters? Mm. Not what the show that actually much was. The okay, all right. So, I mean, all you do is describe the characters. What do they do? They're all kind of part of That really is what they do. Mike Tyson goes around. He punches people in the face. But he gets... But he, gets I mean, the, but he just does stuff. And you're like... Mike, what are you doing? He goes, oh, well, he just does it. And then everyone says they do to him. He gets angry. Yeah. And, so, and they make the comment. Um, 
comment that, oh my of, God, this is Mike Tyson. We a, a lot of shows have this like three act structure, the yeah. hero's journey or whatever. This just gets as far as they want to and just ditches yeah, on whatever. Like, stops. They, oh yeah. my God. There's six out of the 10 episodes of season one where they have like some climactic finish and you're like, oh, they're gearing up for something and then they like, just nope, never touch it again. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, all right, that's it. And then they go home and Mike Tyson has killed somebody. The pigeons of fu- is overdosing on the floor or something yeah. like that <laughs> and hitting on his Asian daughter. And it's, it's just, oh gosh. And then, and then Norm MacDonald is the voice of the pigeon who's like the best character in the whole thing. Yeah, he, he really ties is. everything together. Yeah. He's as like horrible of, of a person as he's trying to play. He's, <laughs> he's the audience a lot of times. Yeah. But they're like, you're not going to, he's like, we're, so we're not going to report any of the murders we saw today. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to. <laughs> we really should do that. Yeah, yeah so he goes, we're not going to do that. Or yeah. we're tough with uh, Mike Tyson got angry at the ghost. He's like, I'm fucking going to kill you. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, Man, he's like, were you scared? He goes, yeah. He goes, we always forget that this is Mike Tyson. We think, oh, he's joking around and doing stuff, but we're actually hanging around with Mike fucking Tyson. He could kill us. (laughs) Yeah. And like, like like each one of the characters are, I imagine things that he kind of brought up in the background because crazy as it sounds, he owns like 2,000 pigeons. He has coops. Does he he really? Yes. Mm -hmm. He finds them like a soothing presence. Yes, because back when he was growing up in Brooklyn, he... Was growing up on the, you know, growing on the streets. Part of him. That's why he's such a good boxer mm-hmm. because he has such anger yeah. and stuff. And so he used his anger and his power to make himself a good boxer. But there's like but these the, interviews of him trying to pick up the pigeon. I, he's just I'm like sorry. fucking manhandling the things. Yeah, I'm like, sorry. Are we positing Mike Tyson the Sith Lord right now? Is that happening? No. <laughs> no. He has like he has a lot of pigeons. That's like one yeah, of the biggest things. So the wherever he's, he's at, like ninety percent of the pigeons on the street are probably just Mike Tyson, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So them tying messages to the pigeons are probably just his staff being like someone tied a thing to a pigeon again. <laughs> right. He also in one of the interviews he said said oh you have to keep your roost and then he says something like if you don't fly you die uh the hawks will get him it's real out here <laughs> jesus christ so oh they asked him to explain his character and he said frankenstein with a lobotomy and this isn't just like the tip of the iceberg with the shit that he says in the interviews and i really do think it's just them recording him when he when they first started like doing the, interviews the he production was, quality reminds me a little bit of space ghost coast to coast it, because yeah. like the people oh, yeah. guests on that show were not always necessarily aware yeah of the situation they were going uh-huh. to be in yeah when when they first started doing interviews he was doing interviews with the guy who did the the voice for the ghost yeah. which i know the actor as the the dean from community yes you guys have seen that yeah but for apparently for a while he thought that was the guy that did the voice for pigeon <laughs> like he thought it was norm mcdonald until someone told him and he was like what oh yeah. for real uh-huh. Yeah, he yeah, and I can't first... imagine being his age and not knowing who Norm McDonald is. <laughs> right. Um, and when they when he was up there, like a bunch of people were like in this one interview in New York, there were people keep asking kept me asking him about questions about boxing. And they were like, We really need to get back to the show or whatever, you know, like like we need to talk about the show. <laughs> and then the guy that was that that plays uh Marky uh was like Mike, you should just give him your number. And then Mike Tyson says, Hey, I got in trouble for that. I no longer have a phone. <laughs> and i can't tell if he's like playing it up or like half playing it up or he's like legit or if he's nuts. just a man who's taking a lot of shots to the head over his career <laughs> right he's got to be kind of self-aware though right i think mike tyson's 100 percent self-aware he knows what he's doing 
He's just having a nice smart. time. I think some of that might escape from uh, that. No, I mm-hmm. think he's just having a nice time. I think he's smarter than we think he is, but at the same I time, so I don't too. think he's as smart as we think he is. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, because when they asked him, do you get the scripts or do you do improv with this? He said, I try to read the scripts, but the, the spelling fucks me up. <laughs> so <laughs> words, he doesn't do the words is what he you're saying. He doesn't do the words. I think All he's right. just <laughs> improving through most of this, and they're just like, I can actually see okay. that. Because like, <laughs> a lot of it is him talking about taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> When he when he came out when he came on one of his episodes saw four cheese frittata on the yes. on the damn table ate it, ate it. left and then <laughs> had four cheese frittata diarrhea and a and a new home with no working plumbing and was like we should get the hell out of here <laughs> yeah or when he went on the cooking show it was like what did they give you I don't know but he cut the crap out of himself and blood over everything and he's like well why did you do this he goes oh yeah Marcus it's a lot easier to think about it now with that kind of pressure's on you don't know what the fuck you're doing it's like what Jesus Christ <laughs> also can we discuss the amount of astronauts he he ran over it was later in the episode determined he ran over a bunch of astronomers, astronomers because he got super serious and was like I need to make up for all those astronauts yes. I killed and stole a, <laughs> Elon Musk's rocket he punched yeah. Elon Musk <laughs> in the face and stole his <laughs> rocket and then and for some reason every time he hits an astronaut or an astronomer he gets on the phone with his insurance <laughs> and then they're like don't admit any liability until the claim is complete and he's like alright how many ash, uh, astronomers have, have died have died and like, how many astronomers like, have I heard? 11 yeah he goes why do I hate astronauts so much I love astronauts so he goes up to space lands on the moon punches out Richard Branson who he thought was an astronaut <laughs> punches him out and then he picks, takes his head and says oh I'm sorry I didn't mean to hurt an astronaut you, you need to breathe he <laughs> need to breathe so he takes his helmet off and his head explodes and he goes oh my and he calls the guy like I think I killed another astronaut he goes oh it turns out that you only killed two astronauts oh, but shit. those 11 those other 11 were astronomers and by the way do not admit and then he's, like, liability. And then he's like oh I only killed three that's not that bad yeah, he comes oh, back I do love astronomers he comes back and then so the astronomers are like I don't know what's going on, but someone's out there killing the astronomers. They know the secret. He ran. He grabbed his shit, ran away, ran out of the road, and fucking punched his head with his fucking van. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, "Oh man!" He called his fucking insurance company again. Holy shit! No, that one literally dictates that man has is like a serial killer. Yeah, so and then good. like was it the next season after that, he was like, "Oh, while we're heading to the house, humiliated, we can stay with my cousin or whatever." Yeah, no brother, brother? his little brother yeah. who's a nerd. Yeah. No, he's yeah. a nerd. He's like mad at him being a nerd. Yes, it turns out to be Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson yes. <laughs> But they they don't come back to the whole he's killing astronomers thing. I thought that was going to be the whole yes. joke. You think they're going to link it in the next episode or in no. like the cur- in the season at least? And they don't. Oh, no. They we, just we, don't we touch it. The that. only one yeah. time they linked one episode to another was when they did the whole thing where they're like, didn't we just do this? Like, no, last episode we were at Kansas at that bar <laughs> yeah. at that farm. Like, what, that? The oh, backstories yeah. are consistent-ish because they bring up Pigeon's whole thing a couple times. Yeah, but like the yeah. backstories stay consistent, but there was an episode where the Earth erected a giant monolith penis and it stabbed the yes. moon. And then they're like, oh my god! And then they, the went, the world. they went home. And yes. that's it. It's like it's the end of the world. <laughs> and apparently Pigeon's wife was the princess of the indigenous people trying to prevent them from having yes. the Earth penetrate the moon. 
And then, oh my God. and then when he finally goes back to her wife to get him to turn her back, she's like, oh, I'm going to turn myself into a pigeon so we can be together. And he's like, you idiot. Why would you do that? <laughs> and then a fish ate her or yes. something? Yeah. And then like, then like a, <laughs> like a, sea, like monster. a sea monster ate him. Yeah. And this old Indian guy who kept the whole time kept coming and saying, watch the go go get him. And my dad's like, that's it. I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> Stop speaking. Stop surprising yeah. people. That is his solution to everything. Oh man, it's it's oh. it, it is in and of itself a funniest <laughs> show. It reminds me of like the early seasons of the Venture Brothers. That's yeah, what like, it reminds yeah. me of because it's just all I would watch it for was to watch Brock beat the shit yeah. out of people and rip them apart. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what Mike is doing. When I told you guys about this, I said this is the funniest, stupidest show you're probably going to watch because yeah, yeah. it's so stupid. But it's funny because how stupid it is. Mm-hmm. Like the episode where they're doing the fishing, they go to help these guys discover how his main competitor is cheating at fishing. They take, they rent a boat, and, and Mike Tyson doesn't listen to what the guy's saying and just forwards it. And he's like, "Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting." He hits a, he hits another boat, and they're like, "Dad, you hit a boat." He goes, oh, "I can't stop." He's like, "You guys, I'm like, no, I didn't get the insurance because I was going to hit that. I can't do this. This will hurt my insurance." He's like, "I'm getting all, I'm getting all flustered and, and, and uh, I'm getting all fight or flighty, fight or flighty." And they're like, "What?" He just goes, he just goes acres away. He jumps out of the movie. He just jumps out of the movie. He did that. He did that in the. Oh, fuck. He just jumps out of the boat. Boat, and you're just like, what is he doing? Oh, fuck, I'll never laugh. I'll have some. No, yeah. he did that. He did that in the first one too. When um, it looked like Pigeon sold his yeah. daughter to what's his name, yeah. and he was actually giving her like some kind of scholarship. So he's yes. like, I'm getting fight or flight, and he ran oh, yeah, up, like uh, thirty floors, and, Redford. yeah, and just kept <laughs> knocking out everybody in his way. And then he creeped past one old lady. He's like, excuse me, old woman, I'm fight or flighty right now. And he ran past her, came back, pushed her in the fucking face, and <laughs> said, like, fight or flight. And we had him just yes. I'm getting some. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I'm happy to see that lived on. Yeah. <laughs> like he just and then he punched, and then he punched Rock Redford. Redford. He was like, "You're not gonna sleep with my, my or, daughter." Or, or the uh, the Satanist who were going to come goes, "Oh, I'm gonna kill you." They they put a fuck up some Satanist. And he goes and starts punching him. He goes, "Ah, bear that fight." And he termites in my house. Afterwards, because they said we're going to, they tented his house because we're going to the FIBA game for the rights, and they were just using it for the satanic ritual. He goes and beats everyone up. Oh my god! It seems like it's scripted, but he's he explains everything he's feeling while also making the joke. Yeah, I feel like kind of like curvy enthusiasm where it's not scripted, but there's. An outline of what David wants them to do. Like he mm-hmm. just he just writes in like, all right, Mike punches this dude and then just yeah. and then you have to get to that yeah. point. You, yeah. if you only you have to commit to ten minutes of animation. Yeah, I imagine they're like probably recording like two hours of him going nuts on a, on a microphone. Yeah. And it's like curry enthusiasm is yeah. like okay, we want you to get to this point. The point of the episode is this: you need to get to this point and this point. But how you get to that point is up to you. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like. That's what this. Yeah. No, that's what it feels like. At least yeah. for him, everybody else yeah. is pretty scripted. Yeah, pretty hard scripted. Him, him and uh, him and Norm Donald, I feel like the ones who aren't scripted. Because uh, mm-hmm. Norm Donald just like because even sometimes you can tell Norm Donald as he's talking is laughing at what he's saying. Because <laughs> yeah. he's just like, what the fuck am I saying? Yeah, and that is kind of his persona, his stand-up persona, that he's kind of ad-libbing, and it's just the way that he says it yeah. that really drives home the comedy. As I was watching this whole thing, I'm like, what kind of philosophical points can I draw from this? What, what can I, like, pull out <laughs> for is people like, to talk about? Yeah, yeah, and, really like, really after three days, I'm like, no, well, fuck it. I, I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. It's kind all, of the, all it's, it's an absurdist 
comedy, obviously. Yeah. But really, I, I, I think that's that's its charm. It's, you can literally turn your brain off for this. Yes, like, it's there like, is it's no like, deeper it's like message. Super, it's like Super Jail. You ever see Super Jail? Oh, my Where it's just God. a bunch of killing, but it, make, it makes no sense. I watched that when I was younger, maybe like 14. Yeah. And then I watched first like one of the episodes, and I was like, Oh God, this is bloody and shit. And I didn't watch it again. And then I came back like two weeks later and I was like, oh, Super Jail's on. And then I watched it and I was like, damn, this shit's funny. Like, <laughs> I, I, literally, like I literally, I've watched in the last month, I've watched all five seasons three times. And Already? Two, yes. And wow. the thing is, they're so easy. They're so quickly. You Pat, just, we got to get you something else to do with your day, man. <laughs> yeah. I got, I, I God, I wish I do. had that much time. Well, Seriously. a lot of times I'm doing it while I'm cleaning. I watch it while I'm cleaning, and it's just it's kind of like background noise because so, uh-huh. you just turn your brain off. And you, I mean, you can visualize it. everything that they're doing. Yeah, because he's, yeah. like, yeah, he, he's, he's explaining it so explaining hard. What he's doing as he's doing it. Yeah. And it's like, I oftentimes speed up videos. I imagine it kind of changes the delivery with a lot of things, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I think it only changes the delivery if it's pigeon because he needs the build up and then yeah. The, the, yeah. the crash with like drugs alcohol or hookers or something like he's a pigeon and he's getting laid by a bunch of strange hookers and yeah. like, mm-hmm. i'm just which is crazy confused who's fucking a pigeon yeah, yeah. like they address and, that and they yeah. address it one episode he goes you know now i'm gonna do it but there he's like, some, some of them do yeah. <laughs> I'm just like what? I just don't even want to consider mean, like the logistics. If the pigeon's got money, I, yeah, I, I guess if you can talk and he's got money, sure, why not? Yeah, like the okay. whole elaborate thing they did about his manager Deezy, who is who Deezy is clinically depressed, and Mike Tyson even says he goes, "Man, Deezy, this house is your your apartment is horrible. This is an apartment of a depressed person. Are you really depressed? Do you need help?" He literally says that DZ is depressed. Don't rub that in, huh? Huh? (laughs) He's just gonna rub that in. That's that's what was in his script. DZ is depressed. Emphasizes this about how his apartment looks. And then he's just depressed and he just. They try to get him into the mystery gang, and he he had to kill someone. They're like that's what we all did. We all had to kill someone to get into the gang. And then Mike's, Mike's like the only person who's killing people. Yes. It was like, yeah, we all kill someone to get in here. And it was some sort of like face off kind of yeah. It's like some face in where they, yeah. were, they hired a drifter to play this one guy, and then they hired the pool guy to play another guy, and he had to kill. It was just a bunch of stuff. You're we saying like, oh what God. is going on? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, we're doing this is your initiation. You had to kill someone to get into the mystery yeah. gig. Apparently, the last season aired earlier this year. Um, do you think it'll come back? Do you think? I don't know if the creators would be mm. on board, but. I don't know. I think Mike Tyson's it, lived out his, his I want to be in a cartoon yeah. dream. Yeah. So I think he's good. Like, I mean, you can't really do it without the guys. So no, if, he, if no. Mike Tyson's not going to come back, I don't think he will. Like five seasons. I think he's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could do a season where you replace it with Shaggy. <laughs> it might work. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. if you if you like if you like laughing at a ridiculous show, Mike Tyson's worth at least like a watch through. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah they're not that long. So <laughs> they're really not that long. Helps, but you'll, you'll, you'll turn it on and then get it'll be over. That, though, like the the initial characters that if it bothers you, I probably wouldn't tell like someone to watch it because they might be pissed off the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, uh, I'll but, say what's I say it again. It's the stupidest, funniest show you're probably gonna watch. reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio because it's 2020 out there and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.